continuing to learn Darchei Achizuk, Lilanishmas, Man Rashashiva Zechrein Libracha. So we ended up last night talking about how a person's midos they affect his asiyas hamitzvahs. Every cheshbon that he's going to make, if he's going to do a mitzvah, not going to do a mitzvah, will depend if he has a desire for covet, a desire for money. Other taivas are going to affect how he decides if he will do a mitzvah, will not do a mitzvah. And he continues and he says, But really it's much before that. Before the Midas Taivais, everything is telling a person's Amuna. A person who lives with Amuna, the first things he understands is, that we don't live here in this world for this world. We live in this world to get to Eilam Haba. And there are things in this world that will detract us from our Eilam Haba. He was specifically talking about covered, and he says a person who lives with Amuna Shakobide Shemayim understands that covered is a tragedy. It's very it's it's a dangerous thing. And all Hanois Eilam Hazah take away from a person's Eilam Haba, and especially Hanois Hakavid. And he says, therefore, someone who is a Balamuna, he lives with Eilam Haba, and he realizes that his decisions in what he does in Eilam Hazeh affects his Eilam Haba. That a person, the Gemara says in Baba Basra, the Moishlim, those who are in control of themselves, they make a Cheshbon. Hefzid mitzvah keneged tzchara. The loss of a mitzvah can negate the schar of a mitzvah, schar avera can negate afseida, what a person will gain in this world, we're doing an avera, what he'll lose in the next world. And a person who doesn't make these cheshbainas, he's lacking in his amuna because he thinks he's just here for what, in the moment, what he's going to get out of any action that's in the moment. So a person who lives with Amuna and lives with Eilam Haba, so Adarabah, that's really what's supposed to be driving how he performs his actions. And even if he has issues with his Midas, but that should be an override, so to speak, for him to realize that, yes, I might have a taiva for the covered, I might have a taiva for the Maman, however, if I stop and I make a Cheshman of what's really going on and what's really important, his Amuna will be what's going to drive him. And he continues and he says that number one, first of all, Limur HaTayra is Mashbiya Chizuk Amuna. Through the Kedushas HaTayra, which we talked about Barichas in the previous Shurim, the Kedushas HaTayra, when a person learns Tayra, it's Mikadashim. That Kedusha itself, learning Tayra and learning things of Kedusha, are Mashbiya on a person's Amuna and his recognition of what's Emes. What is Amuna? Amuna, part, part of it is, is the recognition of what's the, the right thing in this world. What's the truth? What are we here for? So when a person learns Tyra and he becomes Mikudash, he becomes sanctified by the Tyra, so he's able to see much clearer. Right? The Tyra Brillin, as they say, the Tyra Glasses. You're able to see clearly more of what's real and what's not real. What, what a person's supposed to be focused on. So that's number one through Limar HaTayra. But he says, really, Amuna is a Dover Sichli Maid. It's really a logical thing if a person just opens up his eyes and thinks logically. Avram Avinu, as the Medrash tells us, Avram Avinu was as a marshal to a person going mimakam lamakam, and he sees a bira achas telekes, he sees a tower that's either lit up or on fire, or different ways of learning it. And he said... How is it possible that this bira, this tower here, this palace doesn't have anybody in charge? And the Balabira says, I'm the Balabira, you're right. You came to the conclusion that there has to be someone in charge here, someone running the show, and you're right, I am the Balabira. 
So Avraham Avinu also looked around and he said, how is it possible that there's a world without a Rabbeinu Shalaylam? So Rabbeinu Shalom said, you're right, Anihu Baal Ha'ilam. So he says, if a person's really misbeinen in the Bria, he'll see clearly the Yad Hashem, he'll be mechazek in his Amuna. And he goes through different examples. If you look at the, the sun, and you look at the moon, and you look at the stars, and you look at all the different thousands of constellations, and so on and so forth, and how they're all uh, r- rotating, and then nobody crashes into each other, and so on and so forth, you, you'll see the godless of the Rabbi Nishalaylam. And he says, if you look at a seed, plant a seed, you take, you take a seed, you plant it, it rots away, and from it it produces a hamoyin chitim, a lot of, uh, a lot of wheat. He says it's a pella. How do you, how do you have an egg that uh, a little chick comes out? Is there some way to explain this? He says, how is it possible if you think about it, a doimein becomes a chai, an inanimate thing, a little seed, it becomes a live thing. This is all you see, hashkochas Hashem. You realize that there has to be a balabira. He says, b'chlal, a person's whole existence, a person's life, every moment of his life, the birth of a person, the growth of a person, all of these things are clear if a person just wants to open up their eyes and look for the Balabira, they'll realize there's a Balabira here. He says if you think about the, the, the change in the weather, he talks about that there's certain things that they're able to track when there's going to be this type of, uh, of eclipse and that type of eclipse. There's certain things that have a cheshman to them. But there are a lot of things that don't have a cheshman to them. When it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, nobody could predict it. So it's all part of Ashkoch Hashem. Said he springs that the altar from Kelm's daughter used to say, Beshem, her father, that you see interesting Hashkocha. Uh, he says, um, uh, you know, Kelm was pretty snowy, but she, he said, if you think about it, Amalek could rain for days straight. So you could mamash have rain for days straight and it doesn't stop. Snow, it doesn't happen like that. Snow's always stopping and starting, even if it continues, like in Cleveland. Uh, right, it, it, but it's not mamish for three days straight like rain. It's not the same type of thing. Whenever rain's hard like that, we always say, can you imagine if it was snow, right? If it was snow, it'd be mamish like, and even during the winter, it's like that. She says, why? There's no, he said, the Altaram Kalm said, there's no Siba Baderach Hateva that they shouldn't be the same. The vote precipitation, just one's colder than the other. There's no real reason. It's Hashkachas HaKadosh Baruch Hu because if that snow would fall like the rain it wouldn't be possible to live every place would be snow it would be like Siberia it's not Shaykh he says so Mamela, you get places where it's very rainy and it snows also but it's not to the same Madrega he says if you want to see Amuna you'll be able to see Amuna in, 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 in the world so Chizuk Amuna is the Yisai Luchal That's the bottom line. So in the days of David HaMelech, as we started the Gemara yesterday, Makis, David HaMelech, Amuna was pretty stark. So what did he say? What's the key to Shleimus and Taira? So he picked 11 Midas, Midas Taivas, Midas Chasidos. For example, it says over there, Hailech Tamim. Hailech Tamim, the Gemara says, is the Amuna of Aramavinu. Poyot Sadek, the Gemara says, Abachilkia. He was very machmer when he was a hired worker that he wouldn't even say good morning to anybody while he was working because it might be stealing. It's a midas chasidus. It's an extra refinement that a person has. And so on and so forth. The Gemara brings other 
on each one of these psukim of David HaMelech, the 11 things that he lists, they were midas taivas and midas chasidus to perfect a person so that his shleimus hamitzvahs, as we said, as we said, that your, your midas affect how you do a mitzvah. So if a person's more perfect in his midas and he has midas taivas and midas chasidus, his mitzvahs will be better mitzvahs. But that was all in the, in the, in the generation of David HaMelech. Mashen came by the time it got to Chavakuk, they already had to go back to the basics. They were way, it wasn't Midas, Taivas, and Chasidus that they had to work on. They had to go back down to the basics of Chizik and Amuna. It was already weaker. And therefore, Bochavakuk, Vimidan Alachas. Chavakuk came along and said, The first Pesach, if you want to be someone who's a Shalim in, 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 in Tariag Mitzvahs, it's got to start with the Amuna. The Amuna, the clarity that there's a Rabbi Nishalaylam, how it affects my life, how it affects my decisions, that's the Aleph phase. If you start working on that, then you can move up to the next levels, and that is the Pesach to be a Shalem in the Tariag Mitzvahs. And Hashem will continue next time. Can I ask a question?